Looking to make the rest of your life the best part of your life? Every week, the Words for Life podcast has principles and testimonies that will help us become a little better than we were yesterday. This will positively impact your life. Welcome to another Words for Life discussion. I'm your host, Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell. This week, our special guest is Michael Gale. Uh, We go way back, met him in church. He's a native of Germany, raised in the U.S. by Caribbean parents. He's a multi-talented musician. Anybody that knows him for any length of time knows that. He plays several instruments, including the sax, double bass, and the Hammond organ. I actually remember back in the day when he played drums a little bit also. Uh, He's an arranger, a composer, a producer, audio engineer. He's also got two masters. I think he just got the last one. One in music theory and composition and the other one in music education. He's currently an instructor at Columbia and an adjunct assistant professor at St. John's University. He owns two companies and is a loving husband and father of four. I just got one. He's got four. Now we talk about how obedience puts God's name on the line. Going past successful moments and principles for true success. Now just a heads up. After the discussion is over, we're going to end with a Words for Life track featuring Pastor Randy Skeet entitled Creator Provider, which is available wherever you listen to music. It's also available as a free download on the Be More Today site under Words for Life. And last but not least, please remember to subscribe, like, and share. But without further ado, here's my conversation with Michael Gale. Mike, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I can't, you know, it's, it's interesting when you hear stuff back at you. You're like, that's really me. Wow. How did that happen? And how? And when did it happen? The time flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't seem like it flies when you're in it. Yeah. But yeah. When, you, when you look back, yeah, you realize how much stuff was done. Yeah. <laughs> so now with all of this stuff that you've done, you got two masters, um, and I think you're going for a doctorate now, right? I'm in a doctoral program right now. Nice. An interdisciplinary doctoral with neuroscience and music. Wow. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. So now with all of this stuff, I mean, we, we've played at um, we played numerous places. We was at Carnegie Hall together. We've done, I think we was at Lincoln Center together, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all of that, I wanted to ask, because I've been a person that has that felt like he was chasing success for a long time and i wanted to get your perspective on success or what being success, successful really is so uh, that's that's an interesting question uh, it made me think instantly of what i aspire to become and, and what i aspire to do and i think um for me it's the things away from music that make me feel successful because the carnegie halls if it happens once, okay, I've been there, I don't know, twice. So mm-hmm. if it happens twice, it's still like a moment. But the things you deal with every day is your family, right? And your friends. So I think um, my success, what I would describe as successful, is being loved and respected by my family. Uh, men really, we, we really have a big thing about respect, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, 
just to know that you're respected and loved by your family, that means the world. My kids do not even, you could say all those things you read, it doesn't even matter to them, you know, but it yeah. comes down to character and you being there for them and, and they being there for you. So I think that everything else comes along with it. Mm-hmm. Like gigs find you. Carnegie mm-hmm. Hall finds you. you. You don't knock on the door and say, I want to play here, right? Like <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. Gigs find you. The Madison Square Garden fi- finds you. So mm-hmm. um, I'm grateful for those opportunities, definitely. But I think um, my success has to be, for me, defined by my home. Okay, okay. So now let me just tagging along right on that. How come, uh, me included, we never aspire to that when it's like, oh, I'm looking to get success. You know, in the younger years, it's like I'm looking to get the career. I'm looking to get the money. I'm looking to, you know, establish myself as somebody that's taken seriously in whatever industry it is that you're in. Wow. Um, well, I mean, you know, it's like the seek you first mentality mm-hmm. really anchors everything else. You know, and it's like, I, I remember I, I've been married 14 years now, going on 15 years. And I made a decision to, like, not really pursue all the other stuff and work with what's going to work with this season. Right, right, you know, right, so, right, right, right. Like, I'm going to do things as local because I have to be, I have to take my kids to school every day. I mm-hmm. have to be there to do homework, you know. So uh, I think just anchoring myself. Okay. I positioned myself for like God to like, you know, David, Samuel knew where to find David because David was where he was supposed to be mm-hmm. with the sheep. You know what I mean? And right, 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 right. If you just stay where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. God knows where to find you. He can send, you know, it's just going to come. Oftentimes you chase something and that's what you do. You know, you're going to get tired. And yeah. I was fortunate, uh, not even to mention, like, I'm sitting in the, the very basement that I've met so many people that like, we all know, right? Mm-hmm. But I met them here. I didn't meet them at the underground. You know, I met right. Corey Henry here. He came to my house. Nice. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a blessing to, like, build this world around what your, your family and everything and watch everything just come towards you, you know? So... Mm-hmm. I've been fortunate. You know, it's it's not a, uh, I always say this is my testimony. It's not a doctrine. I wouldn't say do what I did and you'll get the same results. Right. But the thing is, seek you first. The principle is to seek God first and all these things will be added. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, with all of that, um, it runs me right into this next question. What is one of your most memorable success stories? <sighs> hmm. <laughs> My most memorable success story, you know, um, it's hard. It's really hard to say. I, I, I'm struggling because there's so many <laughs> moments that were like big at the time. Right. You know, I remember playing on the stage with, um, with Phil Driscoll mm-hmm. at Madison Square Garden. You know, and him, him calling me out to play on the stage with him. That was amazing to me, but it wasn't Carnegie Hall. That happened after. So it's, you know, success is almost like one of those really nice showers that are very hot. And after a while, it cools <laughs> off. And you just crank it on some more, you want some more. And if you get used to it, eventually that, that water is going to, it's just going to run out of hot water. You just got to be satisfied 
And I think when I look back and see like what God has done in my life, that makes me say, oh my goodness, God, this year you did this, last year you did that, the year before, you've been doing all these things consistently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess that it's, it's really reflecting on God's goodness. Like the last, the last successful thing, like successful thing I can remember is surviving COVID. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. I remember laying laying down before I did this basement over, being locked down here away from the family, and um, everybody ended up getting sick anyway. We didn't we didn't know what we didn't know what we were doing. We were just right. like doing the best thing we could. But remember not being having the energy to play an instrument or mm. turn anything on. Too tired, too sick, just taking temperatures and Tylenol, and um remembering what that was like and surviving that. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Because nothing could take the place of life. Mm -hmm. But so not just me surviving, but my whole family surviving, you know, my wife, my mother-in-law lives with us, like all of us making it through. That was like amazing. A gig lasts a day. Yeah. COVID was like a month of sickness <laughs> and then a month of recovery. Mm. That was like a, a joint venture with like my whole family pulling together. I think that that was really like the biggest success of my 43 years of living. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. S- sickness will put things in perspective. It, it really, That's really important. Will. Yeah. Who's yeah. really important? Yep. Like you, you can feel, uh, you, and you should feel a way about you know bills and, and you know you know just stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's just like your concern is priorities, right? But when you're sick, nothing else matters. Let's say mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> right, right. Nothing <laughs> else matters. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm glad that that I've um, exchanged my worries if you want to call it that right 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 for the regular stuff mm-hmm. you know and 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 then the, the the truth is like okay well if god brought me through that what is this yeah what is yeah, this yeah 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 now on on that same line and i found myself down this road too where it's like well god brought me through this god brought me through this and then i find myself getting a little lazy or complacent like okay god you know walk in like i don't have to do the hard work or i don't have to do the you know go for the two masters and now go for a doctorate program it's just like uh, you know god you see where i am i'm doing what i'm doing send the people here you know mm-hmm. what but we still have to work we still yeah. have to do what god has called us to do and move forward yeah i often say god manipulates me and i don't mind uh, mm-hmm. He doesn't tell me the whole story. He doesn't show me the whole plan. He shows me what I need to keep me motivated, to keep me going um, to the degree where when he actually trusts me, he'll share with certain information. He'll share things that he knows it's not going to go to my head. It's not going to derail me. It's not going to make me lose motivation mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, like, it's his name on the line. 
Right, 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 right. He's going to make sure. Like, you know, put him 43 years. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's going to make sure he's not embarrassed. So, right. um, And that's an interesting perspective to have that's like, well, you know, God, if something happened to me, you're going to be embarrassed. Like, but but that's that's how my faith works. Because otherwise, man, I'd be in trouble. My thing is like, okay, God, you told me to do this. You Mm -hmm. told me to do that. So, you're going to have to figure out this and you're going to have to figure out that and I'm not going to worry about it because if it collapses, I'm not going to look bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to mess mess your perfect record up and I know I'm not that important to mess up your record. So I know you're going to do it. However you choose to do it, I know you're going to do it. That's a dope perspective to have. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it is. It really is a dope perspective to have. Um, now, so let me flip this a little bit. What's one of the toughest things God has pulled you through? Um, I mean, and I know you just talked about the COVID. That was one of the toughest things. Mm-hmm. I think there were some... I'll say it this way. There are some some things that attack your mind. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you know, that you have to re-evaluate life mm-hmm. and reassess things and reappraise what's important. Um, you know, and I can't say specifically, but there's been moments in time mm-hmm. where I had to say, hmm, okay, God, so... What am I going to do now? What do you want me to do? Because there's certain decisions that you can make. And, and, and I hate to sound political, but it, it, it'll bleed over. It's okay. There are certain things that you can be justified in doing. Mm-hmm. Right? But that doesn't mean it's the will of God. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, the toughest areas that I've had in life, or the toughest challenges, is making decisions that are justifiably, if I go left, it's justified. If I go right, it's justified. Nobody will have a problem. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the line is, God, what do you want me to do? And that's the things that nobody else knows about. Because you know when God is leading you another direction and you don't necessarily want to go that way. Yes. Another yes. thing. But you know that you can't like why would god lead you into traffic you're looking at a ramp mm-hmm. that's already a circle an on ramp and you right. see the traffic and you see the traffic on the highway and you're saying i could go this way mm-hmm. matter of fact ways is telling me don't go that way it's too much traffic right and it's like sometimes god leads you into the storm mm-hmm. but the difference is I'd rather go through the storm with God than go smooth sailing all by myself. Right, 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 right. But it doesn't make those decisions easy because it's just not logical. It doesn't make sense. But that's the difference between faith and, you know, they say hindsight is Mm 20-20. Well, you know, faith is when you make the hindsight decision at the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you only know <laughs> later. <laughs> like, right. Good thing, I, good thing I listen to God. Right. You know, right. it's the difference between being in traffic because there's an accident and being in the accident and causing the traffic. Right, 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 right. No, you, you're absolutely right. But like you said, it doesn't make, even knowing that doesn't make the decision easier when you're in it. It doesn't. What makes it easier is just the past. You you know, like, okay, here we go again, God. I'm going to do it because, <laughs> you know, right. we got a thing going, but... Yeah. They say you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And what I found out is even in the little things, when you ask him, he'll direct you like quick, quick. And and you'll you'll understand this more than um, somebody that's not in music. Um, I was I was making, you know, kind of shifts in 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 music business Mm -hmm. in uh, producing and things like that. And I asked God, what software should I use? Like, and I was expecting him, like I was using one, and I figured he'd either say this one, or he'd say the industry standard. So it's either going to be the one I'm using, or the industry standard. And he chose a whole different, like, he chose one that, to me, seemed like calculus. And I was just like, okay, that's a learning curve. I got clients coming in now. Like, to learn that, that would be, that's crazy, but it was so clear. Yeah. That it was him. It was just like, okay, all right, all right, fine. I'm gonna use it. And then a week later, I can't use this. I can't. I'm I'm too slow. I can't do this. That it doesn't have this feature or whatever. And it was just it. It's almost like I heard God or my angels like, ah, right, you can do whatever you want. Like you have choice. But that's the one I said, and it's just like, ah, okay, all right, I'll use. It. And it's just it. It's it doesn't make it easy. Yeah. But the, the cool thing is that God doesn't rob us of choice. Yeah, right. That's yeah. the cool thing. You know, you'd be justifiably. Yep. You know, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And you mm-hmm. get to some sessions easier, but you don't know what God has planned for you. And you just got to stick to True. whatever plan he has, knowing that, like, our lives are unique. And he has something carved out just for us, a path just for us. Right, uh, right, and right. That, That's what I've, I can't say I've learned it the hard way because I've pretty much lived my life like this. Whatever I just felt like doing, I just did it. And when I say felt like it, it's like, okay, I believe that the scripture says that, um, that he would give, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. I believe that that scripture literally means that he will, Place the desires in your heart. Give you yes. the desires that are in your heart. Once you're delighted in him, you don't have to question your desires. Mm-hmm. So you just go with whatever, and he orders your steps. Right. Which right. means he makes them firm. It doesn't mean that, you know, that he always tells you every step. Mm-hmm. But even when you walk by faith, if it's sand that's soft, he firms Every step you take and makes it firm, and the person coming behind you will sink in the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's putting your steps. Yes, yes, yeah. And I heard somebody else say, even if you have a moment where you start making your own, like it, it's it's not what God. He'll course correct because yeah. 
your desire is to follow him. And once you understand, like, okay, you didn't want me to go there, he'll cost correct. And you yeah. and your will will go, okay, I'm following you this way. Yeah. He, you yeah. know. Yeah. And there's a lesson in that. Yeah. He allowed, he right. still allowed you to do that mm-hmm. so you could learn something. Right. You know. Right, 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 right. Awesome. Awesome. Dope. So now I got I gotta ask, I gotta ask, what's next for Michael Gale? Oh Lord. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm looking at what's next. You can't see it. Okay. But when I was twelve, I was like, legit a DJ, like for real. Nice. <laughs> at twelve. My mom. My at mom was, she did not like it because you know, because um, I was twelve. Like Get, she just wanted me going out, and but uh, my brother was a little older, and the barbershop crew adults Mm -hmm. they would they would hire me and i'd have my crates of records just to play reggae that's it Mm -hmm. i was a reggae dj because it's not download city like it is now you had to buy right 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 so like it's just the thing for me i like djing i got um this these ddj pioneers and i'm having so much fun because it's like bringing me i think i think i saw one of your instagrams lately yeah, with you, you and the wife, fun. I think. Yeah, yeah, we just having fun, you know. Next is fun. It's that season. Like I'm, a, I'm that guy who's just like, it's time for the garden. It's gardening season, mm-hmm. and I'll be out there doing my thing. Like I like to do non-music related things per se when I can. That's mm-hmm. you know. So when I'm not teaching, semesters over. I'm out from school. You know, I'll be in in, in the garden. Just learn and the things you learn so much, not nice. just about nature, but I mean you got to realize that's where we come from. Mm-hmm. And when you go, have you ever? Your family's from where? <laughs> Queens. Okay. Like straight city. Okay. When you when you when you get a chance, if you ever visit Africa, okay, you gonna feel something. <laughs> because it's where you're from. I remember right. the first time I went to Jamaica, it was like unbelievable. If I just felt like I'm returning to some place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And every time I'm in the garden, there's something that's just calling me that feels like and and that's where we're all from. At the end of the day, we're made from dirt, you know? Mm-hmm. And just got, to return gotta, to that for a I gotta season. tell you, I, I don't I don't feel that way when I'm in the garden. I just uh, like uh, let me let me finish it. Let, let me just rake this stuff and, and get out. Like, uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's it's one of them things. It's either you love it or you don't. I don't. My wife does not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, see, my wife loves it. She'll go out there with my son, they'll start planting things, flowers, dig it up. He likes to water it, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, daddy'll go out because it's something. He wants to do it, but nah, I'll pass. I love it. So that's what's really next. I mean, I, I can't, I can never plan. I, I get calls, you know, um, about other things musically related, mm-hmm. but you just never know. You know how it is. You get a yeah. call today about something big and you don't know if it's going to pan out. So you right. just be like, okay, let's see. Right, you know? right, 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 right. There's a lot right. of those things mm-hmm. in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope it works out because, you know, we're musicians and we, we want those opportunities, but, um, I'm cool. If God don't owe me nothing. And if mm-hmm. I can go in the garden and <laughs> sow and reap, I'm a happy camper. 
And if he opens up more doors throughout the summer, um, you know, I just did a Count Basie tribute. And um, uh, there's some uh, publishing company that's also possibly doing something with um, Natalie Cole, possibly mm -hmm. doing some um, um, some stuff, tributes to Bob Marley, they own a piece of the publishing for mm -hmm. Tits and the Maytals, some reggae stuff. Um, and there's always orchestrations, you know, there's just so, it's just so much. Right, you know, right, I just take right. whatever, I wake up in the morning and be like, okay, <laughs> what's on the agenda? Right. I think about it while I'm making tea for my daughters because they love, they love when I make tea. And, um, okay. Nice. Nice. Time. I, I hear you. I hate you. That's the best way to go. Best way to go. So now, um, what's the best way people can reach you, keep in contact with you, support you? Um, the real Michael Gale, because <laughs> believe it or not, there's quite a bit of Michael Gales. Uh, so I'm the real one. <laughs> on, on Instagram, I'm the real one. Uh, that's the best way to, to, to reach me, because okay. you know how we are. Like, the phones stay there. Yeah. They're, they're right next to us at all times. Mm -hmm. And I have a website as well, michaelsgale.com. Okay. And, um... But, you know, my Instagram is, is the best way to reach me and, and just staying in touch with what's going on next. That's where you really find out, like, what's really going on Right, next. right, right, right. All right. That, that's what's up. That's what's up. Any final thoughts, words of advice you want to share with listeners? Um, well, I just want to say thanks for having me on. You know, um, I'm glad I made the cut. <laughs> I'm glad I made the cut. I was wondering. I, I said, boy. One day I, I looked at... Um, I looked at something you were doing with uh, a friend of mine, Reverend Eddie. Eddie yes, Joy. yes. I'm like, it's Reverend Eddie, Timothy Anderson. <laughs> I know all these people. They know me. I'm the only one missing. <laughs> What's the, what is going on? Nah, we we had to get into a groove first before we, before uh, yeah, we invite the it. big I dogs. They had to blaze a trail. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm just glad to be here and, you know, just it's just good vibes, good energy. And, um, you know, I just want to encourage people to if I could just encourage people to keep believing God. If you haven't started, if you doubted, like like just wipe the slate clean and trust God blindly like he's already done it because that's the only way. Like, look at what your disappointments could have been. They just lessons that's all it is yeah something for you to learn to get you to the next level so just just believe god and he will do mm -hmm. everything that he promised that's what's up facts facts couldn't couldn't have said it better myself man i thank you man for taking the time out i'm glad i caught you right when classes were over yeah so yeah. so that that's that's cool that's cool i thank everybody else for for everybody that's tuning in listening or if you're watching on youtube Thank you. Connect with Michael Gale. I'll put all the links, the website and the Instagram. I'll just put the link so you click here. It's right in the description. Um, a YouTube channel too, The Real Michael Gale as well. Oh, nice. Nice. My wife tell me, don't forget the YouTube. <laughs> no problem. Yes, yes, yes. So I'll put that link there as well. Um, if you're enjoying the Words for Life podcast, again, I'm going to ask you to like it, subscribe. Also, if you're blessed by this and you want to continue with a positive organization, BeMoreToday.com. Check that out. Um, I co-founded that company with Dr. Sean Thomas. It's B-E-M-O-R-E-T-O-D-A-Y.com. 
We've got positive apparel. We've got uh, workouts on on our YouTube channel. Uh, you'll see the Words for Life page there also. So check that out as well. Um, we're going to end off with a Words for Life track. I always like to end off with one of the Words for Life tracks that I, I produce. So that would be there. And our hope is that we've inspired you in some way to make the rest of your life the best part of your life. And with that, we're out. When God makes something, he assumes personal responsibility for sustaining that thing. Now, we read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Now, theologians have an expression called ex nihilo, which means what? Out of nothing. God created out of nothing. Hebrews 11 verse 3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear, meaning when God created, he made his own raw materials. There's a story of a man who was challenging God. He said, I'm as much God as you are. God said, fine. How do you want to prove that? The man said, let's create something. You think you're creator? I can create. We'll create. God said, you first. So the man bent down and scooped up some dirt about to create something. God said, get your own dirt. <laughs> get your own dirt. I made it. That's my raw material. I made it. You get your own dirt. You create something out of nothing. That's how God creates. Now, how does God save? Romans 7 verse 18. Paul says, for I know that in me, that is in my walk flesh dwelleth no good thing, says Paul. I know, says Paul, here's the, the issue of knowledge. We ought to know that of ourselves there is nothing good in us. And so when a man or a woman is saved, the man or the woman comes to God and says to him, Father, there is nothing in me I can give to you as raw material from which you can work. You have to create out of nothing. And so David prayed, create in me a clean heart, because his heart had nothing in it that God can use as startup material. Are you listening to me? God creates ex nihilo out of nothing. He saves ex nihilo out of nothing, because a person needing salvation is dead, which means out of death, God brings life. Now, whether by creation or salvation, I repeat, when God creates something, he takes care of it. Now, when a man or a woman gives him or herself to God, God undertakes the responsibility for every aspect and facet and department of that person's life. God takes care of all that is his. Matthew 6, 24. No man can serve two masters. No man, no woman can serve two masters. God is not part of a menage a trois. Let me anglicize that. God does not participate in a threesome. It is you and God or leave or you cannot invite 
another master into your relationship with God. And so before Jesus says, I'll take care of you, before Jesus says, don't worry about what you'll eat and what you'll drink and what you'll wear and where you'll live and where you'll work, Jesus says, first, make sure in your mind that you are serving me. Because if you're not, I am not responsible for you. If your father were the president of the United States, you won't worry. You won't worry. You can go anywhere. You get whatever you want. Or if your father were Bill Gates, you wouldn't worry about school fees. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't worry about new shoes, holes in your socks. Mm -mm. All that fear would vanish. There are students in schools who worry about tuition for the next semester. And they can't study. It affects their grades and people think they're moronic. No, they're not morons. They are worrying about tuition. Your father's a millionaire. You don't worry. That fear is gone. What I'm saying is God can meet all your needs. That's why Jesus said to those who are 100% his. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink. Nor yet for your body, what you shall put on, Matthew 6, 25. Don't worry, Jesus says. Don't panic. You hear somewhere down the line that you're about to get a pink slip? Jesus says, don't worry. You're my child. I'll take care of you. So when God calls you to obey him, understand that the call is coming from someone who will take care of you and will handle the consequences of your decision to obey him. Because he becomes responsible for the consequences. All the angels, all the resources in the universe, all the power in heaven and earth is at your disposal from God. Because God will go to any length to take care of those that are his. <laughs>